You're listening to the Everyday Astrology Podcast. I'm Hilary Scott, your astrologer, and I'm here to bring you the current planetary conditions. So, welcome to the end of the eclipse portal. We have the, on the 10th, June 10th, we have at about, I guess it depends on where you are, but at 6.53 a.m., that would be Eastern time, we'll have the solar eclipse in Gemini. So it's a powerful day. There's a lot of planets involved in it, which makes it even more powerful. Like, for instance, um, Mercury is right there and the moon is there. Of course, the north node is there, always on the eclipses or the nodes and the sun. So there's a bunch of Gemini planets. And then we also have Neptune and Jupiter, both in Pisces, another mutable sign. So there's lots of mutable energy. There's like, it's kind of like having the energy to shape and form and mold and twist things into like new versions of reality. So it's very, very creative, but it's also um, intense, I guess you could say, because there's so much at stake in the world right now and everything that's going on, everything that happens astrologically kind of amplifies or gives the potential to amplify the things, you know, they're connected to each other as above, so below. So with this particular combination of planets, there could be like more volatile situations. There could be earth events that occur, often earthquakes and stuff will occur. Between the eclipse portals, so that we had the last one in Sagittarius a couple of weeks ago, and that was a lunar eclipse, so much change happens. And it's a very, in Sagittarius, it wants the truth to come out and justice to be served and freedom to be had. It's a very kind of philosophical, truth-seeking, benevolent energy. And I think that triggered a lot of, like in Canada here, we had, which I think is pretty, I mean, that's definitely truth coming out. But there was a discovery, and I guess this must have been going on for a while for them to have been able to count the bodies, um, where there's a residential school. So in Canada, I don't know if you know, it's not just Canada. It happened in all the Commonwealth countries, so Australia, New Zealand. I have heard of it happening in parts of the U.S. as well. But they took, and I'm sure I've spoken about it before because it gets me all riled up, but the Canadian government, along with the church, decided to... They were going to assimilate indigenous children and make them get rid of all of their cultural awareness and language and understanding. And so it was mandated that children four and up be taken from their parents and put in these residential schools. And it turns out that like over 50,000 children were never returned home. And there was a point in time, I guess it might have even been quite a few years ago, where they were digging up, they were excavating um, a residential school burial ground. And these are unmarked graves, right? It's not like a, oh, here's the little cemetery. This is like, throw the body down in there kind of situation. So anyway, there there was a, a situation that went, that, that they were digging up bodies and, and then there was a halt put to it. They took all the funding away. They didn't allow it to be people, you know, were silenced. It was a big deal. And that was going in Ontario. And at the time, I just recently learned about this in the last few months. And I was like, what? How could I have not known about this? But of course, it was silent. So at the time, I didn't know I should be digging around and looking. And it turns out 
that this school in Kamloops, which is actually a little, like a lovely little Canadian desert town where my dad lives, um, there's a residential school there. And there's even a story that comes out of this school that, and, and, and the, the, the man who told the story that he remembered from when he was a boy, once, once he started telling the story, he actually went on a radio show and, and then he was kind of silenced by he suddenly unexpectedly died in the hospital so it was it's a very fishy story and I won't get into it too much because I don't know I don't want to get censored or who knows what could happen but it relates to the monarchy of England and and his story which you if you dig around that they came for a little visit and people went for a picnic and 10 children were taken and never returned so that was a story and there was you know people that confirmed it and but now anybody that was witness to that is dead so it can't be spoken of but it turns out that this is the same school in Kamloops and they found a mass grave with 215 children's bodies in it from ages three and up they said so it's really when I did the research a few months ago what was shut down was that they knew that there was mass graves 28 such sites so in Canada now there that this has come out I don't even know how it leaked I wonder if it was if it came out because there's something else that they want to distract us from or why it would come out now because I'm sure it's been hidden many times that this has happened so why why now and I thought well it is the eclipse it is the true like the portal of truth with with the Sagittarian energy so but interest I find it interesting because it's all over the news and it's kind of like the black life matter black lives matters thing where now it's like the indigenous lives matter and it's like a a similar kind of thing but they're not talking about the fact that there's you know 50,000 children missing that never went home and they've just found only 200 of those so I wonder what will happen when they start digging up you know the 28 other sites that they know of that there's witnesses that spoke about bodies being buried there so it's quite shocking but at the same time like long overdue that that like I'm a Canadian I grew up here and you know when I was enjoying my childhood I had no idea that this was going on and that children were being taken away from their families and it was completely hidden from everybody so I think the fact that it's like out the one thing I find distressing though is that they talk about oh it was very traumatic and but they don't, they kind of, I feel like the, the word trauma actually is really glossing over the, the horrendous, you know, there's evidence of ritual sacrifice and maybe that's how 50,000 children never got home. There's like all kinds of really deep, horrendous, they were starved, they were frozen, they were experimented on, these little children. They were sold and given to families that wanted them for 10 bucks. Like crazy, crazy, terrible things occurred. So I feel like it's out, but it's at the same time still being glossed over somehow. Like it's not, people don't really realize the horrendousness of of what our Canadian government and the church and the monarchy all had to do with this. So anywho, that is something that came out this week that I thought was a great example of the Sagittarian rising of the truth. And also there's been leaks of um, Fauci's emails and how they contained information that links him to funding studies and research on coronaviruses in Wuhan. All kinds of stuff is coming out. So keep your ears open because now the truth is being set free. 
Now, with this solar eclipse, solar eclipses are kind of like more active. It's on the north node. It's pushing us towards our evolution. And we, we can't really deny it. There's a lot of planets there. The thing that can be tricky, though, is it's very, like, mind-centric. It's like a very mercurial... I mean, that's the ruler of, of the eclipse is Mercury. It's a Gemini um, new moon. So our minds could be really fast and really efficient in thinking, but kind of also scattered if we're not careful too. Like we might get way too up in our heads and forget to come into our bodies and, and find out what our, because our body kind of gives us our intuition, right? And, and tells us which way to go and our minds can be like distracted and and busy and not really seeing what the truth is so interestingly is that neptune will be connected to this new moon squaring it so it's kind of like neptune really is like has to do a lot with our intuition our spiritual ability our spiritual awareness what's kind of going on in the other realms, it's very non-thinking. It very much reacts from feeling. I actually have Neptune conjunct my moon and Mars, which I, you know, I don't think I'd wish that on anybody. It's really tricky because Mars wants to like, go, go, go. And i am already got a Scorpio moon, so it's very emotional anyway. And then just, you know, put Neptune in the middle of it. And it makes me very, it has, I have a really hard time in the real world of time. Like, like it's always very vexing to me if, if I have to, if I have to be there on time or if I have to be somewhere. Like I was never good at having a boss, for instance, because, or being at school on time or anything that, where someone else was trying to dictate how I spent my time. So that was always a dismal failure for me. But luckily, that that trait did push me into like, oh, I need to work for myself. I need to be in charge for my of my own time. And when I am in charge of my own time, then I don't have a, a hard time, you know, at, at having client meetings and doing things like that. So it it it's definitely pushed me into this the spiritual realm. And even for my work, it's all very, you know, otherworldly. We're looking at the planets and the stars and and you know, connecting to the cosmos and discussing past lives and future lives and all kinds of things that are so very interesting to Neptune. But it's also, it can, you know, it can make it things fuzzy. I, I think I have a tendency with all that Neptune to project a lot more kindness onto people than they might deserve, which has been difficult for me to figure out. Or, you know, like I, I can I can give people the benefit of the doubt long long past when they should have been given it, that sort of thing. It's like it can be the martyr, right? So like, oh, no, I'm such a victim. Look what happened. But it if you, you know, you got to be aware that you don't want to martyr yourself. So be careful with that energy. You, you want to use it creatively. And it could be highly creative. Like it, with all the Gemini energy, your verbal ability, your ability to write and communicate with words are very powerful right now. So if you have something to write, now's the time to write it. If you have something, you know, to speak about or to communicate about, you should have a pretty, like, you know, quite a lot of talent with your ability to put forth ideas. There could be like tricky bits with it being scattered. So if you do have to do a talk or you have to communicate something, try and spend the time organizing it first because that'll help you 
communicate better. We do have, there. there is Saturn, like right before that, Saturn is trying the moon. So it does give us the Saturn stability in the middle of all this sort of, you know, Gemini fast moving, like lightning Mercury energy. We still have the Saturn, even though it's in air as well, it's still more grounded. It helps us like, you know, build the foundation, write out the outline, figure out the steps involved in our goals. And our goals, you know, it's nice to have goals that can shift and change as new information presents itself. But our goals, you know, give us an aim, like something to aim for so that as we're moving forward, we can see what other things show up. You know, there might be other opportunities and things. And that could very much happen right now because the solar eclipse helps us to step into like who we are and offer our gifts to the world and be, you know, in our own power and our own joy and our own resonance. So that is a really lucky thing and it's also beginning new things so with the new moon it's the perfect time to set your intentions figure out you know what you want to create what you want in the future and especially anything to do with the gemini energy like maybe connect with people in your neighborhood maybe there's an issue going on with your siblings and and a sibling relationship that you need to sort out it's all very um like you know communication is important i guess would be a good way to put it uh, there also is something that's going on because the, su the sun and the moon are so close to Mercury. It's called Kazemi, which basically means that, that they're like right on top of each other, very close together. And so the influence can be a sign of luck and fortune, but it can also sort of like, like overshadow or eclipse, which we're actually having, the energy of that planet as well. So it depends on how like it kind of works into your own chart and how it will play out. But definitely communications are going to be heightened and things relating to communications. So keep an eye open for that. Let's see here. We also have... <coughs> Excuse me. I need to take a sip of water. Now I know how to edit so I can just cough if I want. Mm -mm. Okay. Also tied into this moon, we have, well, we've got the Neptune coming in there. Be careful that you don't, um, you know, like understand that you might not have all of the pieces of the puzzle and probably you don't, especially with Neptune there. So if you can just sort of like hold off on any major decision making and be more mindful and like um, observe what's going on, rest you really need to rest. Everybody needs to rest right now. There's so much energy coming at us. So much like even like planetary energy connecting to us that we really do need to make sure that we're mindful of our movements so we don't get into accidents. Make sure that we are careful with our lungs because that's another thing that um, Gemini rules the lungs. Also the hands and the arms like reaching out to get what you want, reaching out to the world. So any area, like, that, there's sensitivities in those areas. So make sure that you take care of yourself. Also, the lungs, like, if you have any issues with your lungs, stay away from gluten and sugar and all that, like, gums up your system with mucus, which obviously gathers in the lungs. So this would be a good time to, like, cleanse that and cut out all that crap that causes extra mucus in the body because you don't, you know, lungs 
none of your body really is happy being filled with mucus. So you'll feel so much better if you do that. What else do we've got here? So after, I guess we've got the, the solar eclipse. It's really great like the day after when we have Mars moving into Leo to, and there's also a, a lovely trine between the moon and Jupiter that day too. The day after is a really good day to like set the intentions down on paper. You, you know, they might change. They don't have to be the same, but you want to write it out because you need the goals. You need like the, the signposts so that you can keep yourself focused on what you want to create in your life. And hopefully it's, that's what you're dealing with is like, what stage do I want to do next? Which kind of um, project or relationship or what do you need? What does your life need to be more well-rounded and joyful and fulfilling to you? Because sometimes, you know, we make decisions because our ego likes it or other people around us are encouraging us to do it because they think it's a good idea, like parents for children and sometimes those decisions are just way far off who you really are. And finding your way back from that can be really tricky. So going into your body and seeing if the direction, you know, like breathing deeply and, and settling and maybe getting your feet on, on the earth really helps us to connect with what the truth is. And the truth will show up in your body. You'll feel joyful. You'll get a, or you'll get a stomach ache or you'll get a headache or you'll... You know, there's some signal that you're, you'll get in your body. I remember when I was first dating my lovely hubby, and he is a mountain biker. And I'm like, I'm going to mountain bike with him because, you know, we're going to do stuff together. And so we were, I, I had never mountain biked. I don't know what I was thinking that I, I, I could just do that. Like, I don't think I was thinking. This clearly wasn't thinking. But when I lived in Japan, I rode my bike everywhere. I'd like ride my bike to the train station. I had a bike in the city that I'd ride to my job in the city. So I, w I was comfortable on bikes, I guess. But I, you know, mountain biking and r riding your bike in the city to get places is a completely different thing. So I was going to do it, though. I had like, he had me all geared up and I had a friend's bike and I had like helmet and all the stuff that you wear and every like, there was like four other people with us that all knew how to mountain bike and they're like at the head of a trail and then they like head down this hill into the woods I'm like the last person to go and I'm about to go like I'm like what the hell like I felt filled with fear but I was gonna do it anyway I guess and then all of a sudden my hubby looks back at me and he's like are you coming and I just burst into tears <laughs> I was like I had tears rolling down my face and I'm like I can't do it like if my it was like if my body hadn't have like made me cry I might have just forced myself to do it I was like so in my mind about it that like I was over I was overriding my own intuition with my mind about what I wanted to do so my like bursting into tears was the last thing I wanted to do with the mountain bikers right but he's like what are you doing you can't do this can you I'm like no I cannot do this so that was it. I didn't mountain bike with everybody that day, but I also didn't break any of my bones. So that's kind of exciting. But that's the thing. You you want to like, what is your body saying? And and the Neptunian energy should help you get into your body and, and be able to like sense, you know, even just like lying on your back, looking at the stars or, or like watching the clouds float by or the bees and the flowers are super busy right now. And they're like so adorable doing their thing. Like whatever you can do to like, 
drop into the moment and see what's around you and not just in your thought world but in your in your like immediate present will help you be able to make clearer decisions with the stuff that's going on around this solar eclipse so coming up we have, right after that we have Mars moving into Leo which is is going it's going to be so much happier in Leo than it was in Cancer cuz Cancer is very dampening for Mars it's like a fiery energy right it doesn't want to be like stuck at home and worried about family and all those sort of like cancerian type things it wants to be out in the world doing its thing going where it wants to go moving as fast as it wants so anybody with leo will get a big burst from this a big like push of probably like energy and confidence and it could trigger like being short-tempered that can happen with mar and it's a fire leo's a fire sign as well so it could there could be like a short-tempered like well, like a short-tempered energy, you might feel like irritable and get pissed off super easily. So be careful with that. But if you use it to like, I don't know, maybe dance or work out or I think dance is a good one because it's a you could perform a dance and Leo likes to perform. So whatever you can do to express the energy physically, especially with fire energy, then you, and be careful also, like, you know, don't be reckless, but it'll help you to, like, tap into the positive side of the energy rather than be frustrated and, or frustratable and irritable. You'll be able to be, like, calm and enjoy the energy and enjoy the extra oomph that you have, which is pretty cool. Sunday, the moon will be in Leo conjunct Mars. That's the 13th. But we also have um, Venus trining Uranus and connecting to Saturn and opposite Pluto and then there's a big square between the sun and Neptune that's like a kind of an in you know you might want to be like heading this way but this but the Neptunian energy is like oh things aren't clear we, we're not we're not seeing the reality Neptune can relate to like drug addiction escapism poisoning it can relate to like, oops, I shouldn't have drank that or I shouldn't have taken that. That kind of like like realization that you might have contaminated yourself or poisoned yourself in some way. So be careful with that. Don't overdo drinking or food or anything that might, um, you know, that could tox like create toxins in the body. We're already like, you know, swimming in a toxic soup of a world. So adding them in you know, when you know better, it's probably not a good deal, a good idea, especially with Neptune, because Neptune is like pretty, pretty big. It's like the tsunami of energy, right? It's very powerful water energy. So if you want to use it for the greatest good, artistic things are wonderful. Spiritual things are wonderful. You know, keeping grounded is important. All the same old, same old for like what I was just talking about with the solar eclipse. But it's quite powerful in the evening of the 13th. You're definitely going to feel this Neptunian energy. So stay grounded if you can. Of course you can. You know, like literally put your feet on the ground. Another good thing to do with Neptune is to like have a really lovely bath. Like Epsom salts and essential oils. Like maybe frankincense or marjoram is a really nice one. Especially if you feel like unloved or lonely or sad marjoram really boosts your like 
you know, your self-love. Like, you love you, so who cares if anybody else loves you? It's the most important thing if you love you. So it kind of helps you, you know, get rid of any negative self-talk and bring in the loving, self-accepting kind of feelings that can help you create lovely wonderful futures where you feel so good about yourself and your life and things. There is that day though Pluto will be also um, opposite the moon. So that intensity is there. Like we're going deep. We're going to understand. We're going to figure it out. More, you know, we're going to find out where the bodies are buried, which is a classic sort of Neptunian or not Neptunian, a Pluto thing. So Pluto's at play here. So maybe more information will come. Maybe they will decide, like in Canada, they'll announce that they're going to excavate all the other sites that they know of. That would be great. And also, like, probably horrific when they find what they find. So it'll be a big blow, I think, to Canada. And hopefully maybe, like, open up the awareness of this not just being in Canada, but happening in New Zealand and Australia and other parts of the world where the Commonwealth was... It was basically genocide was going on right under our noses all the way up to 1996 it was happening. And I'm sure it's happening today in, in other ways as well. So that's the sort of um, energy with Pluto in the mix. Like stuff needs to come up. And, and Venus and is sextile Uranus on the 13th too. So there's like a harmony about it. Like, okay, we're working together. Like the information may be shocking and sudden, but I get it and it's for the greater good and I'm going to run with it. It doesn't have to be, I mean, using the, the buried children is pretty big, you know, obviously the most like extreme example. It could be much more simple than those sorts of things. It's also a really good day to plant your flowers. Do you got a garden to plant? Do you have, you know, things you need to work with? Anything to do with gardening is very supported on that day. Um, and then we also have a square, like the actual, one of the squares of the big energy between um, Saturn squaring Uranus. Ugh, that's a big day too on the 14th. It's very, um, what is it? It's like freedom versus control that that same fight that we're experiencing like the the need for freedom and then Saturn is coming on no like this is the rule and this is the rule and this is the rule so there's a fight about it it's not going down it's not happening easily and that that is on the 14th I think there's just one more of those exact connections happening at the end of the year and then and then we'll move through I mean at the end of the year we'll be through it but it's a big deal it's it's like a you know, it's it's shrouding our whole year in this, like, fight between freedom and liberation and, under like, you know, the new way. And we're going to do it this way and here are the rules and you better follow them. So make sure that you are aware of that energy because you might be triggered by it. I know in Canada they started announcing in one of the provinces that people who were fully injected with both of the doses would now be given special privileges. They called them vaccine privileges. So you wouldn't have to quarantine if you were in contact with somebody. Um, you wouldn't have to, you, you were allowed to like go between provinces without coming back and being quarantined. So they have all these little, I, I swear they just brought in all the rules in the first place just so that they could have something to, you know, give back to people <laughs> when, you know, they complied and, and did what the government is, you know, trying to get everyone to do. So I thought that was interesting because that's 
everybody's been talking about that, that there was going to be special passports issued to, you know. I hope that that gets fought because it's, you know, obviously unfair. But we'll see. We'll see how it all comes out. And there's a lot coming out right now. So I hope that you are able to use this solar eclipse energy to, you know, see really the thoughts you're thinking and, and how they are helping you create the reality you want to create or hindering you from creating that reality and being willing to change because there's so much beautiful energy right now. Whatever you need to do to change should come pretty easily. And also stay in your body, stay grounded because your mind is going to be like really going super fast, lots of super fast ideas and abilities and things to communicate. So capture them, write them, speak them, however you need to capture them. So that is it for this week. Thank you so much for listening and many blessings and much good fortune to you to the solar eclipse in Gemini.